technical difficulties there. Hopefully everything is good. Let me check. I can't check right now. shows it different on my screen all right guys what's up uh let some guys come in i know it was a little late sorry about that guys i was live on instagram and then i had some technical difficulties here so let's adjust this real quick oh it's gonna be crooked all right so i'm trying out a new uh, streaming service, a new setup. Hopefully, hopefully everything looks good. Let's see if I can hear myself. Uh, can you guys hear me fine? Hey, what's up, guys? I appreciate the happy birthdays. It was yesterday, so didn't want to completely skip the live stream. So we're here today. All right, so you guys can hear me fine. Okay. Like I said, trying out new equipment here. Um, trying to be a little more professional with the stream. I don't know how to do any of this at, or yet. So if you're new here, uh, please drop a like. Make sure you're subscribed. Yeah. And uh, if you can't stay, this also gets uploaded to my podcast you don't know I have a podcast it's on Spotify Apple podcasts basically the audio and everything that we talk about gets ripped uploaded over there and um, hope everybody's doing good um, been trying to take it easy this week we have a lot of maintenance to catch up on and I've done all my major repairs that have come up we've had a lot of leak repairs this summer and now it's all about catching up on maintenance So if you guys have any suggestions or questions, please let me know. Uh, like I said, I was, I didn't want to skip the live stream. I already celebrated and everything, so I'm good. But um, I didn't really have a topic for today. So whatever you guys want to talk about, if you guys have any questions, we'll let some more people come in and stuff. And um, testing out this new format here. I don't know if I can edit anything. Alright, whatever. I'll leave it alone. What's up, Ray? Handyman worker. HVAC boss. You were just on my Instagram live. What's up, man? So you came over. Party's already done. It was over the weekend. Uh, it was my birthday was yesterday, if you guys are wondering. Um, and I had a good one. Just celebrated with the family. And uh, here we are. Whatever comes up, we'll talk about. Giovanni, keep up the great work. You're growing. 
and content is educational. I don't consider myself a teacher. I don't ever want to claim that. I don't want to be like some of these other, uh, you know, big channels that are actually smart. So whatever I do, it's just what I encounter in the field. And I think that's, that's pretty valuable. So if you guys, you know, want real life scenarios, if you guys want to see decisions that I have to make, because not everything is like by the book, not everything is new units, picture perfect installs or anything like that. I have to deal with cheap customers, um, not having proper, uh, things available to me sometimes and we make it work. So uh, when I started, I was kind of worried about being called a hack and things like that. But then I quickly got encouraged because other people were happy that I showed the real stuff, right? So if you go on Instagram, people post their best work. I post whatever I come across. Um, if you go to it now, I'm posting a lot of stuff that I see in the field that's just I have a makeup air that's on the floor. It's still connected. And it's funny enough, they, they, um, it was a customer that we had about a year ago for a couple years. And we're replacing compressors. We're having to get a lot of their equipment going. And it was just a mess. Like whoever had left, and this always happens every time I take over, it's usually because they're shopping around because like, the previous company kind of left them in shambles. Like it's just, everything's bypassed. Wires are disconnected. I've gone up to roofs where there's like five compressors laid out. Um, there's a little graveyard there. And then I'm going to check the units and compressors, are, new compressors are giving out. And it's like, you're killing them because you're bypassing stuff. Uh, there's no safeties or anything like that. They have leaks that they never repair. One customer was telling me that they were going in like it was normal and charging for uh, refrigerant every month that they needed to be topped off. And we had a lot of uh, stuff like that. And man, that there was one that I, I will I'll always say, like I should have started my channel a, like a year before because that one like really kicked my ass. Um, I learned a lot about myself and a lot of, I fixed basically everything right up until the pandemic happened and then they just couldn't spend anything one of the restaurants because we took care of two of them uh closed down so they're still running one which is the one that i had the most issues at and yeah that one was a mess they're all lennox units so the wiring it scared the crap out of me when i first looked into it and yeah so that's the kind of stuff i run into budgets, NTEs, like they don't want to spend over a certain amount. And it's true what they say, they get bonuses and stuff like that. So they're very stingy sometimes. Uh, appreciate the birthday wishes, guys. Let's talk about why all the rooks don't like residential. Thanks, Mario. Um, do, they don't, I don't know. Cause probably the old timers are all making them go in the attic by themselves. <laughs> they got to pay their dues, right? Do a collab with another 
HVAC owner. Uh, if I do, I've been hit up for collabs. I don't know how to do them. Like, I don't know what you guys would want to see. Uh, obviously, I don't live anywhere near anybody else. I am, like, way at the bottom of Texas. Like, the little tip at the bottom. Um, but if I do, I, I might do it on their channels. So, like, there's been a couple of guys that want me to come on. But they're basically, like, for for this, like, for live streams, um, or interviews, or stuff like that, so, we'll see, I've had a few, um, come up to me about that, I know I was supposed to work with a couple of them, but we'll see, how's everybody's week going, I think I mentioned it, I'm just trying to catch up on maintenance, uh, summer was filled with leak repairs uh thankfully they were all copper i don't think i had um well i have that one aluminum repair that me and the hvac boss were talking about over on instagram pain in the ass um i didn't get to finish it i just quoted them a new coil because it was like cracked almost no it was more than that it's a few inches, a crack right by the discharge line. Um, I will say that I saw I saw somebody with the same issue, but there was, was a, a much smaller uh, repair that they had to do. Because the issue that I was thinking about is that it's cracked right by the discharge line. You got copper going to aluminum. So you have that joint that you can't heat up too much. Uh, and I saw this guy use... Uh, Air Surgeon, I think is his Instagram handle. He used the hot block, like the putty, to cover the joint and then do his al aluminum repair over the crack. And he he nailed it. So I thought that was cool. I'll keep that in mind, you know, for next time. And uh, yeah, we just got a, a lot of aluminum coils now. I have a train. I can't remember where it was, but I just, I ran into a train that had aluminum condenser and evaporator so there's a big radiator right dab in the middle hopefully uh, we don't have any leaks with those uh, what's your approach on an apprentice that is paper smart like book smart uh, it's always good if that's what you're talking about, like I went to school, so right after school, I felt like I knew a lot, uh, which was just book smart. Um, it helps you. It does help you. That's why I, I did like that I went to school. So being book smart, you know the proper procedures. You know, um, you know, the good and the bad and the right way. If you're going by the book. Now when you get out there in the field. Totally different story. You need to. Man up. So. Um, I liked. Like I said I like going to school. And I liked learning that way. And when I went into the field. If I ran, ever ran into an issue. I would. Recall. A lot of the stuff that I. Learned in the book. And it helped me get through a lot. So going to school, 
is one way. You don't have to, but it definitely helps. It's not a bad thing. Um, now, if they can't grasp in the field hands-on, then that's a different issue. Um, I mean, it's completely different. Like, if you have the book smart and the hands-on nailed, then you're ready to go, you're good to go. And, uh, you know, it, it's everybody's different. I've been asked about the school thing. Maybe we'll make that a topic um, next week or, or soon. But it's, it's always good to know the books. Like I said, that, that really did help me. If I ever got in a jam, I would just think about it and try and remember what I was taught. And then, you know, things would click. Um, but yeah, when you're in the field, sometimes stuff happens and you got, you're just working under pressure, trying to figure things out and, uh, you only get better with experience. Does anybody know why aluminum coils leak? Do you want to give a lesson boss? There is a whole scientific thing. Um, I might not be smart enough to explain it, but the whole metal thing. You can have the floor if you want. You want to explain it? Uh, how often do customers complain about the price of an invoice? It really depends. Um, But yeah, they all they all do eventually. Uh, I don't deal with residential, so I don't deal with homeowners or anything like that. I am uh, strictly commercial. But you can have the biggest nationwide chain because we have several, and they cry the most. Sometimes, sometimes the the mom and pop local places are like, "Wow, like you know that's that's a lot or whatever." But they're like, "Well, we need it," you know. Uh, like a walk-in freezer, ice cream machine, um, ice machine, you know, that stuff they need can't be down for like a couple days or anything. So they'll pay, uh, the big ones will pay also, but they're the ones that are like, Oh man, like we just paid for this. We just paid for that. Well, like, like, yeah, you got 20 stores. Everything gives out at the same time. Some, uh, sometimes. And, uh, they all complain. Um, we have fast food chains that are like stingy. And who else do we have? We have pizza. The pizza places that I have are actually really good. Everybody has an NTE, a not to exceed. So sometimes on my videos, the guys are like, why didn't you do uh, this or that? Why didn't you do it in one trip? In the end, it all comes out to the same price like if I go for two visits and I separate them it's the same amount of hours it's the same amount of work it's the same parts that I'm using they rather have two like $500 invoices than one that's a thousand or more I have to learn uh, my way around that and you know it's just by experience you know um, <laughs> you know that 
that they'll uh, that they'll pay eventually, but there's different hurdles like the NTEs. Some of them worry about bonuses and different things. Like it, all that stuff is real. Uh, you just have to learn how to deal with customers. Even though, like that's why I don't do residential because I don't want to deal with homeowners. But uh, commercial is the same. You gotta deal with managers that want everything done but owners that are like wait like like um how much is how much is it or that's a lot or this or whatever the owners are the stingy ones the managers want everything new every time i go that's like the the famous joke that everybody tells like oh just like the cooks or whatever i'm there working on it and they're like oh just tell them to get us a new one that's like i hear that the most and i'm like yeah like i mean i could sell them like i do deal with um certain brands and stuff but i'm like I, I would be out of a job if i didn't fix it you know like that's my main thing uh the smart guy that gets the contracts the work can get done yeah i don't think people understand the other side like and that's why like right now i don't do a lot of business videos but i i do because of jobber they sponsor that kind of content, so um, I am starting to do that stuff for the people that want to see it, because I know not everybody's a, a business owner or a contractor or anything. A lot of you guys are starting out, but, you know, it's good to know, right? So, no matter how good you are um, fixing things, there's always the customer relationship. There's always the, like... You know, you can't be rude to the customers. I mean, you can if you, if you've had enough, but uh, you can't you can't be rude to them. You gotta kind of work with them sometimes, and then if you build that relationship, you'll get all the contracts you want. You'll get all the maintenance. Maintenance is a good thing to sell. So, you know, you build that relationship. You um, deal with a lot of customers. Uh, you know, be friendly with them. And you got to know what you're doing on the other side, not just, yeah, I can fix it. Well, can you get them, you know, to do contracts? Can you get them to do maintenance? Can you have them trust you to keep calling you and make them like want to call you, you know? Hold on, guys, let me try something. All right, uh, train residential coils are known for factory solder joint leaks. Really? They're not the top of the line for residential? Uh, as far as re residential around here, we do a lot of Goodman. Uh, our supply house is a Goodman dealer, basically. Uh, they also had the Dakin for a while. You know the cheap stuff so uh i've never worked i've never i don't think i've ever worked on a train um residential like a split system we've seen goodman we've seen dakin and we've seen like the ream and root stuff which i think i prefer so do you guys do a lot of the joint repairs there 
Thank you, Daisy. Happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, all right, HVAC boss came back in. 410 chemicals in the refrigerant, and due to the turbulence at high, uh, higher pressure in the early aluminum coils, couldn't handle it. Well, hopefully they improved it because, yeah, what it looks like, because it's not that they're leaking at the joints. All, I think I've, I've come across three. All three of them have been cracked. So there is an issue with the vibration, turbulence, whatever you want to call it. And um, they're ju they just, they they're kind of weak, you know? And then like pain in the ass to repair. Dirt mixed with aluminum impurities. Yeah, that'll do it. Impurities. Would wear the inside of a coil much faster than R22. R22 is like everybody's favorite. Favorite child. Too bad we can't use that anymore. And a lot of people still have the old equipment. And I'll work on it. Like if, if we come across uh, R22... I always, um, let me see where I'm at in the chat. I always offer to repair things. So I don't, I don't like to sell. Um, I could be a salesman if I wanted to, I guess, you know, we have dealers here, uh, that we work with. We have a, uh, basically we have all the manufacturers here too, like train Lennox, Dakin, everybody's here. So it's not, not hard to do, but I like to repair things. So I like to do, um, that's like the fun part of my job. I don't like to sell. I like to do repairs. So, um, uh, I'll offer the repair R22. I will try and convert it. So we'll do a conversion to 407C only because, well, I've tried a lot of drop-ins. I don't know what you guys have had luck with. Um, we've tried the R the 427A. We've tried the new shot, and then I keep thinking there was another one. Oh, the ML99. I I hated that one. Uh, from what I've heard, that one was a compressor killer. I don't know if you guys agree with that. And the one place that had the graveyard of compressors on top managed to have. Um, mo 99 so I don't know if that's what killed it, but that was an issue. Cali, we have a lot of trains. Uh, deal with Bryant splits. I don't think I've... Oh, I've seen one Bryant. Only pitch replacement, if it makes sense. Uh, I'll pitch a, re a repair, unless the whole thing is falling apart. So, like I said, we, we converted to our, uh, 407C. Um, you just have to do the oil conversion if it's a really old compressor. And there is, they do make, I know somebody asked me and I forgot. They do make a can, basically like a little can that you can use a piercing hose with. with and it's supposed to make it 
compatible with the oil, uh, mineral oil and stuff like that. So there's even that kit that you can use. I just use 407C because I do refrigeration more. And none of the other ones ever worked with walk-in coolers or anything like that. So once I tried 407C, uh, a lot of the compressors have been changed out. POE oil already. So then we do um, 407C and that one works for both AC and refrigeration pretty, pretty well. Have you ever had a, a discharge line cause your contactor to arch? I don't think so. That's a weird one. Okay, uh, let's see. If I had to recommend, uh, Gavin, if I had to recommend one Vito bag for service, what would you recommend? MB3B. The MB3B, is that the, uh, it's a hard bottom, right? Like, is that the laptop version? Because I have the MB3. The only reason I don't get some of those meter bags that have the hard bottom is because they are laptop bags or tablet bags or whatever. And I don't carry one. So I had the MB3 and the MB2. I loved them, but I outgrew them because I kept packing them in. And uh, we have, uh, what do you call it? The TP line. So like I have the TPLC, but it's on the smaller side. Uh, a lot of guys like the TPXL and the, what's the other one? TPXXL. And I think they just made a TPXD that has the uh, swap out uh, panels that you can just replace if you want a different setup. So I would recommend one of, the, one of those. Uh, they do have the hard bottom. They're easy to open and get all your tools out. I've had a great time with them because I can just hang it somewhere. Because it has the hooks. And then uh, open the bag up com completely. And then everything's laid out pretty well. And then if you ever need to, just cover it. You close it up. And it has a zipper. I never use the zipper. But it's there if you need to uh, enclose it completely. And I don't know. You can't go wrong with any of the Vito bags. Those are the popular ones. I just I wanted the smallest one. So I got the TP... Uh, Man, what was it called? I got the TP... I don't know, the smallest one. Can't stop a train, but you... But can't... Start one either. Train, like... They're good. But when they crash, they... They're pretty bad. I just did another one that had the whole blower... The whole blower wheel... Like the little cage inside just collapse and rust out. Um, I've already seen that like three or four times now. All recent. And uh, we got to get them that. And then we replaced the uh, the ones that have those like DC motors. That you got to take out from the top. They're pretty easy to service but when something major gives out like it's pretty pretty major new coil every time if it's aluminum 
so far I've been just recommending the new coil because uh, what do they have? Uh, they're cracked, so I'm not too. I did one successfully, but it was a temporary one. I think it was gonna start leaking already, like micro leaks. Um, and that's because I wrapped it around. I did not have solder rolled at, at the time. I will say that for some reason, I don't know what it is, but solder weld wraps a whole lot better. Like it, it runs better. And, um, it's like the first time I do the patch, it, it's fine. And before with the other brands, I'd have to do it a couple times for it to stick. Yeah, man, the TPXL, um, those, the TP line is, is a really popular one and it works great. I've seen more train replacements than Goodman. Uh, the Goodmans, I think they just leak. Um, as far as residential, they, they leak in the evaporator a lot. Linux with a massive. No, I don't think I've seen that. The massive board on the condenser, like the Prodigy units. I just ran into those recently. Appreciate all the birthday wishes, Edward. Thanks. Everybody who else, if I skipped you, I'm sorry, but I appreciate all the birthday wishes. Oh, and you learned a lot. Like I said, I'm not, I don't claim to be like a teacher uh, or anything. I just show what I run into in the field. I will try to be better about explaining things, but. I mean, I don't know everything. Boss is just a rookie trying to get it. Appreciate it, Bugs. Are you hiring uh, HVAC Boss? He has a whole army, dude. Like, he has like trucks and trucks on the street uh, when you see a walk-in cooler without a timer and you don't want to spend a lot install a seven dollar timer and prevent callbacks yeah I've, I've seen those um, Man, it just depends on the customer. Uh, my One of my guys today, um, he has a, we have a customer that's a local one. And they, he knows them. They're, they're like friends or whatever. So we kind of let him take care of them more than like we do. Like we don't, I don't go out there to that or those restaurants um, too much. It's something he can handle. Usually he knows them well. And then if he ever needs help, I go out there. But the thing is he had one today that they were upset that it kept going into defrost. Now, usually when I have that issue, when a customer tells me that they don't like the defrost times, I try to work around their restaurant schedule. So not during lunch, uh, not in the morning, um, 
or if it if it is in the morning, it's like before they open. But uh, I'll see you later, HVAC boss. Prep the crane, man. You got everything over there. You got the crane. One day I'll be like HVAC boss. Um. Anyway, uh, what was I saying? I really need to start writing down all my notes. Okay, so he takes care of them, and I help him when he needs it. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I try to work around the schedule of the, the restaurant. So if not, if they don't want, if they're really stubborn and they don't want any times, we will put them overnight only. So he had one today, and he told me about it, and I didn't, it was whatever. And they were upset about the times, so they specifically asked him to take out all the times on the defrost clock. Now, on a walk-in cooler, I'm not going to say too much. If the customer's being stubborn, like I said, I'll try and put them overnight, if anything. But they, a lot of them don't like the defrost uh, during the day. And if it's a walk-in cooler, I'm not going to worry about it too much. And, uh, what the hell? I'm not going to worry about it too much because if it's working properly and they don't leave the door open, which I've already had that discussion too with uh, all the managers, you have to have that, that talk with them. You know, they love to leave the door open. Uh, they run fine and, and they're set properly and everything. They'll defrost during the off cycle. DC unit, you mean the, like the, when they're running DC voltage on the motors, or, and appreciate the birthday wish. HVAC boss with the HVAC army, you got that right. Alright guys, I, I appreciate you all showing up, like I said, I know I was late, and kind of didn't want to skip, so we can get into... Uh, the flow, like I said, as long as you guys keep showing up, I'll keep doing the lives and uh, we'll talk about whatever, uh, or like today we'll talk about whatever. Um, Jose, damn late. Am I late? Am I keeping you up late or you're late? Uh, you're not too late, man. We're just doing an open discussion. I'm not really, I didn't really have anything uh, written down for today. So we're just hanging out. Still got some people in here. Straight to the condenser. I'm from uh, McAllen. I, I think people know McAllen, Texas. So South Texas, but like all the way down. Hey, Ruben. Thanks for the birthday wish. Is it late? I don't know. Uh, for me, it is 9.19. I try to do these like, well, they're kind of late. I try to start them around 8.30 um, every Tuesday just because that's the time that I can do this, you know, after dinner and everything.
Appreciate the uh, birthday wishes. But no, you're not. You're not late. We're still talking. Uh, if you guys have any questions, let me know. I got the uh, TikTok stream also. I'm gonna try different platforms. And then I got the YouTube going on. Uh, I went on live on Instagram earlier. Had some guys in there. Appreciate the birthday wishes. We run uh, AC all year. There might be like a couple weeks we don't. It's hot. It's over 100 degrees 90% of the time. We have that. Well, we had that freeze, right? We had that freeze. Um, uh, we don't have a lot of humidity issues. It, it's humid, but not, not like other places. Um, yeah, we had that one freeze that was like crazy where it was like, well, for us, it was crazy because it was like in the 20s. But other than that, that's it. Uh, cold to us is like um, 50. So that's just the weather here in Texas. It's not, at least where I'm from, because in middle, like central Texas, they do get like winter pretty often. But here, it's always hot. Ruben, why are mini split liquid lines cool? I don't work on mini splits. Um, I've, I've only seen one. And I think we installed it, but I was like basically an apprentice at that time. Probably when they first made them. Uh, I'm assuming it might have something to do with the short. Oh no, you, mini splits. No, some people run them long. If anybody knows why, <laughs> the answer to his question. Uh, would you go to AHR Expo next year? Uh, I think I am. I'm gonna. I haven't registered or anything, but um. Thinking about going. I went to the last one, but the last one, I also went to see some friends. So I enjoyed the expo. I was overwhelmed because it's a lot to walk around. Um, so if I do go back, I need to be prepared. I don't know if you went uh, last year or not, but it was it was great. We saw a lot. I went with my brother. And like I said, my friends were there um, for our bachelor party, so we were with them most of the time. I didn't get to see a lot of the HVAC guys um, other than like running into them on the uh, expo floor. But yeah, if I get to go again, I'll uh, enjoy it a little bit better, plan out how I'm going to do it better. Appreciate you. See you later, man. Maybe a smaller compressor. They have to have like the tiniest compressors. But like on reach in equipment, 
Um, compressors run hot, so I don't know. Any other expo coming soon? Uh, I'm trying to remember what the other one... There's another one that I want to go to. Uh, the Symposium, I think, is what it's called. But I haven't looked into what dates, you know, all that stuff is yet. So how is everybody's uh, week going? I'm trying to take it easy this week. Just had little things like walk-in freezers that were down, uh, like evaporator motors. Pain in the ass getting uh, ECM motors right now. And they want like five to $700. Customers like, for that little motor? Yeah, OEM. Sometimes it's a pain in the ass to put the replacements, or at least to get them to fit. So we've had a lot of uh, ECM motors going out lately. DM, happy birthday, man. Really appreciate it and love all your videos. Appreciate um, the birthday wish and Thanks, trying to put out as much as I can. And that's why I'm still posting because people people message me and I really appreciate uh, you guys. If you guys need to reach out, I have um, Instagram where people uh, DM me all the time. I have an email that's you know readily available. It's posted everywhere. And uh, I keep posting because I get those messages that are like, oh, I learned from you, or which I don't, still can't wrap my mind around because I don't consider myself a teacher or anything. I basically started my channel on YouTube at least to show the crazy crap that I find and that I have to deal with. But. Yeah, once I started getting a lot of those messages, I was like, I need to take it a little serious. And um, I'm glad it helps. So, uh, guys like you have accelerated my knowledge and interest in the trade. That's great, man. I've had guys that tell me that they, they started school because they saw my channel. So, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, I love all the support. And I'm just trying to show what it's like out there. Even if it's, you know, not pretty. So, you know, there's that. Giovanni, you're getting ready for heating season. I can't say, I can't say the same thing, man. And I am greatly 
lacking, or at least, yeah, I think I am, the, uh, the gas heating, like, the troubleshooting, and just the knowledge on that, because I don't, I don't see that, everybody has, um, electric, and, you know, those are kind of simple, but, like I said, they might use them for, like, a few weeks, at the most, and then they switch it back to cooling. So we don't really have a heating season. Everybody here just turns off their AC to keep warm. Uh, what is the deal with no carrier products? Like you can't get carrier stuff or like on as far as like my content or something. No, I, I deal with a lot of carrier. I don't know what you mean. Like getting getting stuff for them or what are you talking about, Mario? And yeah, I, I appreciate everybody who, who joined the live today. Gonna try not to take up too much time today. And uh, yeah, also if you guys have questions, obviously I can answer them. But uh, if you guys have suggestions for topics, because we're doing this, or I'm gonna try and do it weekly. Unless like nobody shows up, then we'll <laughs> just cut it there. But uh, if you guys have topics, like uh, I had a, I have been asked about uh, school. You know, last week we talked about tools. Um, wasn't too specific, so maybe next time I'll do something more specific. But yeah, like I said, maybe we'll talk about uh, school and experience in another live stream. Um, if you guys have any suggestions please let me know uh, so I can keep this going I will well I'm learning as I go right I'll try to be more uh, organized usually the chat is where I focus on and I'm answering questions so there's that too Uh, do you think getting factory certified is worth it in your business? Well, what do you mean by factory certified? So we do, I try to be certified like with everything that we do. So if a manufacturer has um, training, uh, anything like that if they if they require well I don't know if they require if we're doing a warranty work we do want to be I guess certified or whatever it is that they're called what it's called you know by attending the classes the trainings and all that uh, it helps with warranty stuff um, being certified is just you know another way to get called as well so if it's available and you can do it, 
it's usually a good option. Um, the trainings are really good to go to. Like we go to a lot of the Manitowoc, Scotsman, all the ice ice machine related stuff because that's what we deal with more because we do refrigeration uh, more than anything. So those are the the trainings, the certifications I get. Now I'm not like crazy about certifications either. I am a licensed contractor. I am EPA certified. I am not Nate certified. Actually, I have my Nate books right here on the shelf behind me. I still have all my HVAC books uh, from when I went to school. And I do have Nate certification books, but I never got my Nate certification. So... It all depends on what you want. Some people like to rack them up to help them with pay. Um, and I don't know. They just, some people like to have all the certifications. Let me just make sure we didn't miss anything. Oh, Ruben, did you go to public or private for school? So I'm going to assume you're talking about HVAC. Uh, I went to a community college that converted during the time to a full college. Um, but it was just a local college. I didn't, I don't really like those crash course. Um, I guess they're called tech schools or whatever. We have a, f a few of them here. I've had some people in, in, I think, in the last live tell me that they didn't learn anything because they go for, like, less than six months. But, yeah, basically, I just went. I was already in college, switched over my major because they offered an HVAC major and uh, got it that way, did my two-year program. And then uh, got my experience, and then right away got my license. So I just wanted a contractor's license right away. Uh, I work with my dad, so he does not do HVAC. I feel like I always have to say that because some people think I was, I'm not a real, I don't know how to say it, I'm not a real tech or something, but that I'm just, my dad does everything. He does not do HVAC. So I'm a first generation. He does uh, hot food. So what we consider hot food is like fryers, stoves, grills, anything that they cook with. And then I handle refrigeration and a uh, little bit of the HVAC. So yeah. So I went to college, uh, got that done, got my contractor's license right away, and had a hell of a time learning in the field. 
uh, and like making a bunch of mistakes. So it happens when you start. If I make a mistake now, I am upset at myself, but more than likely you will see it on my uh, YouTube because I don't like to cut anything out. But yeah, guys, uh, I think it's dwindling down. Might have to call it a night soon. Like I said, I appreciate anybody who showed up uh, watching the stream, just answering some questions tonight. Didn't really have a topic at hand. And uh, like I said, you can reach me anywhere at Instagram, my email. Uh, leave a comment on my YouTube uh, videos and we can either make it a video make it a topic in the live stream and uh, go from there Uh, Giovanni, see you, man. Uh, thanks for stopping by, and thank you for that. Uh, have you tried PSC motor instead of the ECM? Uh, yeah, depends on the... Well, are you talking about AC? Because I was talking about re refrigeration uh, earlier. So, like, the evaporator motors... If I have to, I will uh, switch them out, but I do prefer going OEM or talking with the customer first, at least. Um, yeah, the ECM motors, I don't know, lately they've been giving out a lot. I've uh, replaced like three or four in the past week or two. They last longer. Yeah, they. I have some. Uh, not every style. So if I happen to have a replacement motor that works, you know, the same RPM, everything, uh, we can change it out for that. If it's a if it's newer equipment, sometimes I give, like I said, the customer the option, and sometimes they just want to get the OEM, like the ECM. Uh, do you prefer replacing the thermostat in the walk-in cooler with a straight replacement for what's there, or have you converted them over to a electric thermostat, like the A421? Uh, I guess it depends. We don't really do a lot of conversions, but I carry both mechanical and um, digital I haven't really 
gotten too much into the like programmable ones, like the ones that have the defrost uh, times and all that. And now what we're dealing with is the uh, heat craft, the yeah, the heat craft IntelliGen, which is basically just a board that does everything, right? So um, usually the older equipment is on its last leg. We put mechanical if that's what what works best, or I try to have the room also because these people like to, especially in a freezer, stack boxes all around, and I sometimes don't have a lot of clearance, and I just want to get in and out, so I'll put a mechanical back in. But if I have the room and I do the uh, and I do the uh, conversion to at least a digital and I can run wires and all that, then I'll do it. Uh, I prefer at least to have a digital just to, to keep the temp better because mechanical, you know, that's a whole calibration thing. Uh, sometimes they get out of whack. Uh, I think I showed it in my last video that we had one that was set. I think they set it to over 40 to keep it in range. I had to set it to like 39, 40 just to make sure that it was cold enough but not like freezing but if you go in with a digital or one like you're talking about the a421 it's digital you can know exactly what it's at and then a lot of those have the defrost built in and you can do a lot with them ever work on old refrigeration stuff possibly Rebuilding a 1967 Coca-Cola machine. That's really cool. Um, now I haven't worked on anything that old from the 60s, but um, I ran into a lot of R22 equipment, semi-hermetics that have been around forever, and we repair them if we can. You know, replace the uh, the insides, you know, gut them out and everything. Like I said, I just have to do the conversion because we won't we won't buy R22. So if it's an old one, uh, like R22, 502, I've run into also. Uh, we just convert them and make sure we're using a newer refrigerant because I'm not paying. I don't even know what it is anymore, like a thousand dollars a a jug, and it's probably way more now. And. Uh, I'll repair them if 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 I run into them or repair them, unless like it's leaking from everywhere, it needs a new compressor, this and that. Then I'll be like, hey, the bill's gonna run up. Let's you know think about replacing it, and then see what they want to do, because then because then it looks bad on you when you're repairing, 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 and they think it's a callback, and you're like, no, it's it's something else, like. It's falling apart, so if I fix this, then, you know, something else gives out. I've been there, so you just got to make a judgment call. And, uh, like, my first in instinct is to repair, but if, if I evaluate it and it looks like it's going to be a callback for something else or, like, repeated callbacks, then I'm like, you know what? We need to get you a new, uh, whole new unit, so... That's when I'll sell.
Uh, Louis has been doing HVAC for three years. Any tips? So, if you're uh, an apprentice in the field, just pay attention. Uh, I'm assuming you're riding along with somebody. So, like I tell everybody, just make sure you know what the H, what the tech is doing as far as like when you're doing repairs. Uh, know what he's doing and why. So the more you understand, the better, right? You just don't want to be like a parts changer, like, oh, like my motor's not starting, let me just replace it. When you could have checked, you know, capacitors, contactors, uh, different things and actually find the problem or why something gave out. So motor or compressor gives out. Why did it give out? Was it bypassed uh, pressure controls? Was it a dirty condenser? Um, is the voltage, is there an issue with the voltage? You know, things like that. Uh, it's R12. Customer has a 30-pound jug of it. Oh, dang. Oh, I have a, speaking of old cars, I have a 1962 Pontiac Catalina. And it runned great. Um, and I got, I had, I, the AC wasn't working, so I, I opted to upgrade it. And now it's running 134A. So it has a new compressor. And uh, I, had, I had a mechanic do it, but it has a new compressor and it's running 134. So it makes it so much easier for me if I have to work on it. Uh, but yeah, 62 Pontiac. Currently have to work on it though because the sun, I had, when I had it, I was renting a place and I had it outside and the sun just ate it up. That's how bad the heat gets uh, down here. Uh, where am I? What brand of ice machine is your favorite? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, I think I'm so used to Manitowoc that that's what I feel comfortable with. So we deal with Manitowoc. Scotsman is like a finicky one, I guess, to me. Um, and we just had one that came, I need to find a leak on it. We installed it not even a year ago. And uh, when we installed it, it was a little low on charge. Not crazy, but recently it was low on charge again and I need to look for that leak. But I'm, I'm most comfortable with, with Manitowoc. Um, basically any model that they have. We've, we've seen a lot of the models. I still work on a lot of the older stuff. Um, all the new digital stuff. All the boards that they have. Like Pretty comfortable working on those. Uh, I don't know. Ice machines are one of those things that are like intimidating sometimes. Or... If you're not familiar with them, but it's all about like everything's about the refrigeration cycle and ice machines. You just have to take into consideration the the water supply, basically. Ruben, have you heard about the 410 discontinuation? Yes, they're phasing out 410 and 404 and I don't like it. Uh, not too long ago, I was replacing or swapping out everything for 404 as, as far as like, uh, refrigeration. 
Then, like, right after, they're like, hey, we're phasing out 404. And I'm like, crap. So, like, um, now 410 is going to be on the way out. I have not looked into it because I do more, like I said, refrigeration. So, I don't know what the next step is after 410. I'm not sure if you guys know. Um... I don't know what replaces 410 when we're uh, going to start, like, actually phasing it out. Oh, 454. I'll have to look into that because I, I think, that, yeah, we, we only deal with 410 now. So, you know, once that's phased out, we're going to have to figure it out. And I haven't made a, I guess, a choice on my 404 replacement because I can still get that. So we're still dealing with that. No one has it. Well, I'll look into it, I guess. I'd rather be uh, prepared. Usually I talk to the guys at the supply house. And they'll give me a heads up on what's going out. I guess I'm not, like, super up to times with, with that kind of stuff. I do get, like, emails and different things for that uh, from the state, but... I usually talk to my supply house. They give me a heads up on what's being phased out. They are really good about buying up supply for whatever is like selling, like whatever is in. So they're not going to run out anytime soon, but I know that they're not supposed to be selling that stuff or soon. Uh, Mr. Pena, I passed my exam. EPA, Universal. That's great, buddy. Um, that's the one I have too, the EPA. Very important to have. I know down here, sometimes it's not even important. It's like, who, who do you know? I hate that. But I'm glad that you got it. And the uh, 454B. I'll have to look into that. Uh, Gary, Adrian, I see it's your uh, birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, just wondering how many jobs would you during a day on average? I am not racing through my calls. I take my time. Um, so sometimes I work late, but I don't know. Like over on residential, I know guys or they claim to run a ridiculous number. Uh, too bad HVAC boss is not in here. I know those guys run like crazy. But, uh, but yeah, um, on average, I would say four to five on a good day. Now, take into consideration that we service what's called the valley down here. So sometimes I could have a whole day with just two calls. And they're not, they won't even be hard calls. It's just that I got to drive two hours one way and then two hours back. And then we service two hours the other way too. So on a really bad day, if those two are calling, I got two hours that way, then four hours to get to the next one, and then two hours to get back home, I'm done. So um, I travel a lot. So I like half my day is also just driving. So... Uh, my call my call list for the day is not going to be super high but i also just prefer 
to do it right and, and, you know, stay a little late. Like if I'm out of town, especially I'll try and, uh, wash the coil, replace whatever, you know, went out, do a, a quick system check and then wait like on a cooler or freezer, wait for it to reach temp and make sure that it's good. Maybe run a couple cycles or whatever, and then, you know, take off that way. They don't call me back in the, in the middle of the night or the next day, you know, to go back. Jonathan, uh, 449. Yeah, there was a couple of replacements and I wasn't sure which one was better yet. So I'll take your recommendation on that. Just hire four workers from Home Depot. Yeah, that'll help. Some of the, the work that I see done here, man, it's like it's like it is the guys from Home Depot, some guys from outside of Home Depot doing it. Oh, I didn't even see your R22 at Johnstone is 1600 bucks. Holy cow, dude. Yeah, I'm not I'm not paying that. And my customer won't pay it either, so Alright guys, well, if there's nothing else, streaming on uh, TikTok too, going through those comments. If you guys are on uh, TikTok, Instagram, anything like that, you can find me on there too. I'm trying to post more often on all of them. I think I'm caught up. Jonathan rack system with a leak 300 pounds of R22 yeah so for you guys to do like um, supermarket I know that R22 is like really important to you guys damn I don't know how y'all deal with that those leaks I did have uh, cause we uh, yeah the liquid gold I do have, like I said, customers that are like out there. So like the two hours in the in the east is going to be by the coast. So I'm less than two hours away from the coast. Like we have a beach um, close by. So the closer you get, you have to take into consideration the uh, salt water, the seawater, whatever, uh, corrosion and all that. So I didn't get to go. I would have loved to have gotten this call. But one of my guys went out there, and then I saw the invoice because I, on Jobber, I can check on my guys, and uh, he had an invoice, and he was recommending all new ACs, and I was like, I was like, why are you recommending so many things? 
And then, uh, you know, I got to talk to him and the floors of the compressor compartment are rusted out. You can see through them. There's holes. And he said that I think it's going down to the curb adapter to where the water's leaking inside. And uh, he kind of, I mean, we can't condemn everything. It's okay for now, but he had to recommend everything. And we're not going to touch anything as far as repairs. Because uh, we don't want everything to fall in the building. So that I was talking to him today about it because I think he went out there yesterday. I didn't get to go to that one. But everything is rusted. You know, everything out there you need to uh, coat. You got to use a clear coat of some sort to make sure that you don't have... Uh, that corrosion, but that, those are really bad. He even said that the walk-in coolers and freezers were, uh, you know, getting holes in the the bottom of them. So, as far as everything on the roof, you know, the rooftop condensers. So, that's going to be a crazy one. I think we're going to have to end up going out there and replacing each unit one by one. And then fixing whatever we can with the roof, uh, curb adapters and all that. I have worked on a mini rack system. So I had a, we don't do them anymore, but I had one that was, uh, what the hell? Hold on guys. Right. Um, it was a mini rack so it was like six compressors and like or three on top, three on the bottom and uh, they couldn't find a leak that's the one that I had said that they were trying to get away with charging them for refrigerant every uh, month and just acting like it was a normal thing and then you know we go out there, we get the call Almost all of them were leaking from the pressure controls. I guess they couldn't find it. So I had to replace all the pressure controls. Um, some of them had like bad filter dryers and things. So just took my time, went one by one and uh, took care of them. Uh, too bad we don't do them anymore because that's an interesting roof. A lot of Linux, a lot of weird things that they did. But, you know, that was part of the whole uh, pandemic. They kind of closed down the whole that whole time. All right, guys. So I uh, appreciate you all for uh, joining everybody on TikTok, too. Uh, let me end that one, actually. Uh, simple Ride Overdrive. Uh, thanks for the birthday wish. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, everybody that joined, I appreciate you guys for stopping by, even though we kind of didn't have anything to talk about. At least I didn't have anything written down today. I will uh, have a topic for next week. Join me every Tuesday. Um, like I said, as long as people show up, like right now we still have people in the chat, still have people watching. Uh, as long as you guys show up, I'll keep doing these. And uh, if it helps anybody, you know, that's great. So I'm going to end it. 
And uh, see you guys. Oh, crap.